Readers Entertainment Radio presents Book Lights with your host, author Lisa Kessler. Book Lights, where we're shining a light on good books. Happy Monday, everyone. It's Valentine's Week. Yay! And because I'm a romance writer and Valentine's is like, you know, February is our month. So I have had all romance writers this month. And this week we have Jules Crisair, and she actually writes paranormal romances like I do. So I was so excited she could come on. If you have not read her books yet, you're in for a treat. And I'll read her bio here just so you can get to know her a little bit. Jules Crisair loves writing sexy shifter romances. The growly and dominant males of the Broken Peak and Silver Sentinels are the ones bending to the strong wills of smart heroines who cross their paths. Seriously, only strong heroines need apply to capture the hearts of these sexy alphas. Born and raised in the Midwest, she hopped from one coast to the other for several years before moving back to the Midwest. If she isn't at her laptop writing and it's not football season, go pack go. Uh, she's reading, knitting, and has a serious addiction to yarn. She's dehydrating fruit or testing small batch bourbons for her old fashions. You can find out more and sign up for her newsletter right there on her website. I did put a link to the website right there on Blog Talk. So if you are listening with us live today, or if you're listening later, you can click that link anytime. And that will take you right there to her website. You can sign up for her newsletter, check out those yummy covers, and find out more. She also has a blog there, too, if you want to check that out. So, without any further delay, are you there, Jules? I am. I bet it is super cold where you are, right? In the Midwest? Are Uh, you freezing? It's freezing. (laughs) It is so cold. You know when you go outside and the inside of your nose freezes up immediately? Oh, my gosh. That's (laughs) how cold it is right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you're staying and then staying inside writing lots of words. As much as possible, yes. <laughs> that is the so, goal. Do you want to tell everybody about the Broken Peak Pack and Broken Rebel is the most recent book, right? You want to tell everybody what it's about? Sure, I can do that. So um, this is this is where I kind of get rambly, so tell me if I'm getting too rambly. But I always, <laughs> I loved the idea of having strong heroines and having these women who can, who are matches for alphas and don't necessarily, um, I, I don't, nece- don't necessarily cave just to their mate or their alpha. So I wanted to create a series where the females were as strong, if not stronger, than their male counterparts. And each of them are strong in their own ways, and and the males are as strong in their own ways as well. It's it's a true complementary relationship, and that's with the Mm -hmm. complementary with an E, not the I. Um, And it kind of all goes back to, um, I call it a prophecy, but it's not. It's a history. And it would be that thousands of years ago, there were legendary shifters as well as, you know, normal apex predator shifters. 
and some of those legendary shifters were griffins and dragons. And a war happened, and they, the great shifters realized that at some point the humans would relearn about the shifters, and they needed to create a safety net. So they kind of played chess, 4D chess, and set up these important people and shifters to come about when the war between the humans and the supernaturals happened. And that's what Broken Peak is. They are the um, the six, I would say, main chess pieces on the board. Um, and they each kind of play a different, different role. So one is more, um, she's a, they call, in the histories, they would call her a magician, but she's really a computer genius and uses computer programs to figure out different things and how to give the pack an advantage. And then there's a historian, so like my academia, love for academia comes into play, and she's studies her histories. And um, in Broken Rebel, this is kind of <laughs> – this is – in the back of my mind, I always wanted to have a weird shifter, an off shifter that wasn't a nor- you didn't normally read about. So right. I created a r- raccoon shifter, <laughs> <laughs> which I totally love. <laughs> and, and her raccoon likes shiny things and stealing things and food. So, you know, you can bribe her with Oreos when she's in her raccoon state. Um, but as as everyone says, you know, if you mess with a raccoon, a raccoon might bite your face off. So she's still <laughs> a tough little girl. <laughs> and in, and uh, in your in your world, can they shift at will, or is it like with the yes. moon? Or okay, they can no, shift at will. No, it's it's at will. And as I say in the very first book, no sparklies, no. No magic. They have to undress. Their their clothes don't just disappear and and reappear. It's there's no the, the magic that exists is only within the concept of. Let's face it. If you're shifting, you have some sort of magic inside of you. But um, right. Th- there are some people who are some supernaturals that do have magic, but they haven't been introduced yet. You will. Okay. But uh, <laughs> in the future, but this is a, like I said, I always wanted to create this world where women were as strong, if not stronger than the big growly males in some ways. So that was my goal. So does, and I the, hope I... does the raccoon kick the wolf's butt? No, well, <laughs> no, but she does <laughs> kick some at, at an intruder's butt, and they're all oh, they very impressed. They're <laughs> 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 like, yeah, okay, she wins. <laughs> it's, it's, I, it's, a, it's as I tell them. See, this is where I get rambly and all stuttery about it. It's just. And Broken Rebel is really kind of special to me, which is the latest book, um, because I wasn't sure where I was going with it initially. I just knew I wanted a raccoon, so I had to figure out 
how to bring a raccoon into it. But it turns out that somewhere along the way, she just fits so well with a previous character that now, now I have like all these little short story ideas that I need to do with them. <laughs> Going to Costco. What would a trip to Costco be like with the two of them? <laughs> now, he's, he's I, I mean, a wolf, right? Yes, all the males okay. are wolves in the pack. Um, oh, okay. But all the females, there are two human females, sort of. Um, and then there is a one of the, this is in the very beginning, this is my big reveal, is she's a griffin shifter. So she's one of the great shifters oh. that they planted thousands of years ago. And a legend come to life. And she is as strong, if not stronger, than all the men, males surrounding her. But not in a, like I said, not in that, it's it's a really neat, I, th- I think, it's a really neat complementary relationship. It's, they both know where their strengths are. And they're good at So in your world, are they, are they immortal or, or just, um, Every generation there. I, I, I would say longer living, but not immortal. So they could, they can okay. be hurt and they can, you know, bleed and, and, and possibly die if the wounds are bad enough. But they do heal faster and all that other good stuff. But the griffin sister it, isn't thousands of years old. No, no, she's brand new. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's right. brand new. Well, she is older and that she's older than your typical heroine. She is in her very late 30s, probably. Um, in my mind, she I always had her at 30, 39, because I didn't quite want her at 40. And um, Bray, who is the alpha male in that first book, he is uh, 46. So they're actually nice. an older couple. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, but they all look young because they're, they're they shifters. Age really they got slow, little, right? We yeah. all want to be shifters. <laughs> <laughs> so what did, uh, your, what did your writing journey look like for you? Everybody's always curious. Did you always want to be a writer? Did it come to you later? And then, you know, how did you decide to, get published and that kind of thing what did it look like for you so my (laughs) this is a weird journey so I started in copywriting and actually even go back before that I started as a proofreader and worked my way up to copywriter and then um, I worked eventually segued into technical writing. So I wrote end user manuals for or directions, how to directions for software for the people who are using that software. And then um, the company I worked for kind of had to make some moves. They were not doing as well as they should have been doing. And mm-hmm. I was part of a, significant layoff and I had to rethink, you know, do I really want to go back into technical writing? Did I enjoy it? 
and whatnot. And I decided um, to go back to school. <laughs> and I got my master's in social work. And then wow. I started, <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's a big circle. Then I started doing social work. And, um, you know, unfortunately, there's always that one case that, that just burns you out. And right. it's just too much for you to handle. And I had um, two cases. And the second case just, and I wasn't even directly involved with that case. It was a tangentially involved. And it it really devastated me. And I needed to um, walk away before my mental health right. just got so bad. And I thought, well, what am I going to do? And I pulled out this old, you know, the proverbial novel that we all had, all technical writers had in their bottom drawer. <laughs> I pulled it out and went, I bet I could do this again. I like doing this. This is a good thing to do. This is a good way of getting back into a healthier mental space um, because who doesn't love a happy ending, right? Right, right, exactly. And when you're you've been working for many years um and not seeing those happy endings, I needed to needed to manufacture them <laughs> to make my right. world a better world. So, well, that, that is and a roundabout way, but I started in writing, kind of segued and then came back. And you're you are an indie published author, right? You're your own publishing yes. company. Okay. I'm my own. Did you ever consider person. a traditional route, or are you were was your two? You just want to do it all because you kind of have a background <laughs> that you know how to do that. <laughs> I am old enough that indie publishing is like really really new in my timeline. <laughs> It only takes a very small <laughs> portion. So initially that proverbial novel um, that sat in the bottom drawer of my desk, I wanted it traditionally published. And um, I submitted it to a few agents, had some interest, but it, I always had to rework it, which was fine. And it wasn't, it ended up looking back at it, I was like, oh, gosh, what did they even see in that? That was not, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> we all learn as we go. We get better. <laughs> so for me, just jumping back into it, into the idea of writing and whatnot, I I needed something, and I knew this at the time, I needed something instant, and I needed that kind of instant gratification. And I know the timeline of a traditionally published book is much longer. And I just, I needed that validation. And I wasn't going to get it through traditionally published. It was a purely a selfish mode on my end. And a selfish decision of going indie is that I was doing it for my mental health. And I needed that validation right then. So that's what I ended and up doing. And you have a close relationship with your readers, right? I mean, you we should probably talk about it, too, that you have started your own um, Mighty Network for Shifter Central. And 
I'm part of that too. And there are a gajillion readers there who love um, paranormal romances. And so how do you, how do you balance all of that? Because I know you've got readers who are like, when's that next book coming? And, and, you know, you're trying to stay engaged. How do you, how do you balance all that? It's, I'm not good at it. I stink at it. I really do. (laughs) I really do. But for at Shifter Central, and there's a link on my website. So anybody who's listened to this, definitely check it out. Or you can actually search for Shifter, Shifter Central. And it's a private community. So anything that's posted there stays there. We don't let any of that business be shared to other social media sites. There's no ads. You're only going to see um, book inf- new book releases from w- what we call featured authors. So it's, it's, a, it's a curated community. We try to keep engagement up and, and we're more interested in, in finding readers and having readers find new authors to them and have those fun dialogues. Um, right. But I, the way it, it's, why I think Shifter Central is working so well is because there are so many authors who are participating and they're, mm-hmm. we're all kind of sharing the load. So I no agree. one person has to be interacting all the time. Like I know if I'm bad for a day or two, it's not going to be crickets. <laughs> there right. Are... right. There will still be content. <laughs> But it's it's a fun community. I have met some really great readers and some really great authors through um, through this community. It's just, I'm hoping it takes off a little bit more because I'd love to see more activity. But it's a fun way of interacting, and you can be as personal as you want. And we do have a reader area, so we have a group that's just for readers. Authors are not allowed to be there. Um, just so they can talk about freely about books and not worry about any clapback. Right, um, right. And definitely everyone, it's free and fun, and you should definitely check it out. And if you haven't tried Mighty Networks yet, they have an app for your phone. It's really easy, and it's set up sort of similar to like a Facebook kind of platform where you reply to, you know, you comment and all that kind of thing. So it's really easy to figure out. It's not like some brand new, you know, scary type thing, but it is really cool that it's such a um, tight knit. Everybody's making good friends and it's all for paranormal romance lovers. So everyone should come join us. It is. I'm gonna. I'm actually going to. Because I, I want to say. Oh, I. You know what? I added it. I'm gonna look and see if I can find um, Cassandra, who is my. I call her my co-host. She's the reader side host, and she is brilliant at um, working with. Um, readers and getting everybody engaged and she works with the authors who come in she's just uh she's brilliant she's she i could fantastic. not yes without her this would never shifter central would not exist without her um and she asked a bunch of readers what they thought about um shifter central so i'm looking if i can see the post 
<laughs> because it is the most, it's just, it got me kind of teary-eyed what, um, what people are saying about it. And it's, what it comes down to is they just love the fact that it's such a welcoming community. Um, and, and, and I how would people agree, are, everybody there is very, very supportive and kind and fun. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not, there's, as somebody said, I, I, I made a mistake. And instead of getting yelled at from everyone, I just had this really nice, quiet, private message of, don't worry about it. <laughs> but in the future, <laughs> uh, it's, oh, why can't I buy this? It, but it is, the, a lot of people, what, what a lot of people are saying and have said is that um, it is a fun and safe place to be. And we do have a rule that we allow um, outside things into the community. We do have one group and it's private and you you have to opt into it or you don't, or you can not join it. It's up to you where we kind of call it just the mental health room where you can go in and rant and rave about anything that's happening in the world that you want to. Um, but you can't attack a person. So you can't, there, there, we, I try to keep the bickering at a minimum. There's no, <laughs> you don't, you don't agree with me, so therefore you're a bad person. Um, and it's, but we keep all of that in that one little area, and nothing else from the outside world is allowed in the community. And that was a conscious decision. We decided to do that from the get go because I think we all can get that information anywhere in right. other places. But, right. Shifter but, Central is and, for love of books. Right. It's for the paranormal romance readers. Mm-hmm. And we have enough conflict of will they, won't they get together in our books. We don't need to have that, have the habit <laughs> conflict from, <laughs> from life. Right, I agree. <laughs> so so I've been it truly is a safe right, place. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I've been oh, asking no, everybody I... who comes on lately because the the, you know, plague the pandemic has been raging on for so long and I know for writers we joke that we've been training for this day because we sit in our writing cave and do that but the actual truth is a lot of us like to you know go write at a coffee shop or meet up with your writer friends and write and that's not happening anymore so I've been checking in with people you know how has this all affected your writing and what are you doing to you know still get words on the page while the world's (laughs) on fire (laughs) (laughs) well I I joke that I was um doubly prepared for this because I'm part of Gen (laughs) X So I have been preparing my entire life (laughs) for this moment. (laughs) (laughs) And then I've been a writer and it's, but yeah, it is hard. It is really hard. And then back in October, I tested positive for, for COVID-19. So I actually had um, COVID and it knocked me out and it knocked me out really hard to where I'm still at a recovery stage, um, at least in writing, of getting back into that, okay, I have to sit down and I have to get my words down. Um, You kind of have to force yourself to do it. 
And right. it's hard not being able to go to a new environment to get some juices revving up and to have and those social watch. interactions. Yeah. 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 Because how many ideas do you get from sitting at the coffee shop overhearing a conversation that you probably shouldn't be listening to, but it's too <laughs> good not to it. be. And all of a sudden you're like, well, there's my subplot. Now I know exactly how I'm going to get from point A to point B. And you, when you don't have that inspiration, it's it's hard. My dog is right. turning into my inspiration. And that's not a good <laughs> thing necessarily. So, when he does something so stupid, what, I'm like, oh, can I use it? I'm going to put it in. So what's up next for you? What's, what's coming up after Broken Rebel? Broken? Well, and they've all gotten retitled. I had to retitle them because Amazon was not happy with the first title. They wouldn't let me run ads with that first title, which was Broken Alpha. So I had to retitle everything. Mm-hmm. Um so some people who have been with been with my newsletter and been interacting with me know that the next one that was coming up was supposed to be um I'm trying to think what was it called? A broken Empire. And they actually got to see the cover before everything got changed oh, over. No. But now now it's changed to Broken Ruler and um this is gonna be the first Female wolf shifter I've introduced. Oh. I know. Very nice. exciting. And then I have um, two anthologies I'm doing this year. Um, and both of them are stories, are, are books that are part of this world, part of the Broken Peak Pack and the um, oh, nice. Silver Sentinel world. Um one is a, I call them spinoffs, because they really are just spinoffs of the main. They're standalone. They're books that you can read on their own, but they all tie into the world in, in some way. So one of them is an immortal. Is, is the first time I'm introducing immortality. And he may mm-hmm. be a vampire. He may be a wizard. We don't find out until the end. Oh. <laughs> and then um, the other one is... Um, a pack that is related to or will become related to the Broken Peak pack and Broken Crown, which is the next book that's coming up after, um, hopefully, hopefully, assuming everything works as planned, um, I'm, my goal is if my editor doesn't come back and say, yeah, you need so much more work on this, <laughs> my goal is <laughs> but for... <laughs> as far as I know, uh, beginning of March. Oh, so, yay. So pretty soon. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. There are a few things I had to go back and, and fix, and so now gaping plot holes. So, oh, wow. <laughs> once those plot holes get mended, hopefully we will um, – I'll get the A-OK that, yeah, no, this is good. We don't have anything huge that we're going, wait, what, how? And, <laughs> and then Broken the, Ruler will be out there. Well, Broken Crown. broken. They've oh, gone broken through crown. so many different names. Because I, I can't <laughs> ever decide. I hate titles. I hate coming up with titles. I want to be too smart with them. And I think everyone well, will get it. And 
I'm the only one who does. <laughs> well, dang. <laughs> That's okay. There are jokes that I put into my into my writing. I make a lot of references to pop culture, and I'm perfectly fine being the only one who gets the joke. I'm okay with that. <laughs> As long as they entertain you, right? (laughs) That's my idea. (laughs) I'm laughing about it. I don't care. If you don't get it, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are rapidly running out of time, but is there a way, how do you like readers to get in touch with you? We talked about Shifter Central, but are you around other places too? And how do they sign up for your newsletter? What's a good way? So, the easiest way to sign up for my newsletter is just to go to the website, which is www.jcrisare.com. And there are little sign-up forms all over the place. You can't miss them. Um, <laughs> that's the easiest way. But and I should say I'm active on social media. I'm not. I'm really not. I <laughs> She is in Shifter Central. Everyone come to Shifter Central on my Network. Come to Shifter Central. That's where you will definitely find me. Or, and I'm totally open to somebody dropping me an email. So you can drop me an email at jules at jcrisair.com. And I am, I love having those kind of personal one-on-one engagements. So bond to every email. I'll put it. I'll put out my call again to readers out there who are listening. You never know your quick email about how much a book made your day can really push an author to write today, even though they don't want to, because you inspired them. So don't be afraid to reach out and send that email. It definitely makes a huge difference. Oh, it does. It really does. And then I'm talking about it for the next week and a half. People are telling me to be quiet about it. Well, thanks so much for being here, Jules. It was great chatting with you. And everybody hop by her website and sign up for that newsletter. Yes, definitely. Thanks for joining Thank us on Book See you later. Be sure to connect with us at www.readersentertainment.com for articles, blogs, videos, and podcasts that matter to readers. <laughs>